Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. And I'm on. This is Dr. Bill, your Radio MD. Welcome to the show. I got Ken with me. He's sick, and, and he, we we may lose him during the show. If he dies, we'll have a we'll have a little funeral for him right here. Little little wake. Uh, just a bug. Okay? I don't know what I got. Just a bug or something. Oh, just about. Oh, okay, yeah. nothing life threatening. Not you're not having like crushing chest pain. Or... No, not yet. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we've got 58 minutes left, so you know. Do you need a cigarette? <laughs> uh, not right now, thanks. Okay, good. I got right. one before we started here about ten minutes ago. So there you go. But so I got to get going on that. I got to figure that out. Yeah. I got to figure out how to quit smoking here. So you got to you're, you're going to love this. So last week, uh, President Biden trial court nominee Cato Cruz was stumped by questioning from Senator John Kennedy. You know, he's a Republican from Louisiana. He's got a a real nice sense of humor and way of of, of wording things. And so he asked Crew, a nominee for the district judge of the U.S. District Court of uh, Colorado, uh, if he knew what the Brady motion was, had he had occasion to address a Brady motion during his four and a half years on the bench. And so this guy says, uh, no, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't think I've come across that, Senator. He said, really? <laughs> he said, do you know what the Brady motion is? He said, I think it has something to do with the Second Amendment. And uh, he said, no, it's from a 1960 ruling that said that prosecution has to share all of their all of their data with defense in a trial. He goes, oh, OK. And uh, that's pretty basic stuff. Yeah. For a lawyer, that I mean, for a judge, that should be basic. Yeah. Stuff. This is it's hard to make this stuff up. I don't know where they get all these people. <laughs> and. Uh, and then uh, that's a little scary, actually, that he wouldn't yeah. know that. Yeah, these guys are being put on the bench by these by this uh, left wing loony White House. So, at any rate, Kennedy asked similar questions of a Louisiana senator. I mean, of a of a, uh, a judicial nominee for I think out for the the uh, Oregon Washington area, uh, Spokane County Court Judge. Charnel, I can't even say the last name. At any rate, so do you know what Article 5 of the Constitution is about? And uh, Charnel said, no, I I don't recall that right off my head. By the way, Article 5 is the article that gives us the right to amend our Constitution to call uh, state-level meetings, and if you get two-thirds of the state to agree, then you can push a, a constitution through even if the federal court, I mean, even if the federal government doesn't want it, even if Congress doesn't want it. Is that a, con- a constitutional convention? Well, yeah, it's like... It would lead to that, I guess. Yeah. The, now, the White House, I mean, the, the Congress can propose amendments, uh, but the states can also do it, too, if, even if Congress doesn't want it. So you just need two-thirds, and then you can send it back. You send it forward to the 
to Congress, and then they have to uh, put it into a legal format and send it back to the states. And then asked this person, whose name I can't pronounce, about Article 2. Now, you have to be an idiot, not, pardon my French, because I'm sure there are people that have not read the Constitution, but if you're a lawyer and you don't know what Article 2 of the Constitution is, you, you don't... If, you don't need to be on the uh, practicing law or on the bench. Article 2 is about the executive branch. That's what sets up the president and the executive branch. I mean, th that's very simple. The, Article 1 is the uh, the legislature. It's Congress because in, in a democracy, supposedly Congress is the voice of the people. So that would come first, naturally. So, you, you know, you, this, this is craziness. I don't know. Where, where do they find these people? Are these guys coming off, these guys coming fresh out of college or something? What? Fresh out of somewhere. I mean, <laughs> well, you know, they just never studied the Constitution. I guess. How can you be? They a figured lawyer? it wasn't important. How can you be a lawyer and not read the Constitution at least once in your life? Yeah, if you want to get around it, you got to know what it says. Yeah, I mean, you know, thank God we have a Supreme Court. Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. So did you hear about that chocolate factory that blew up in West Reading, Pennsylvania? Oh, my God. I was, somebody was killed with that explosion. Yeah, yeah. People killed, and they pulled a woman out after yelling. Uh, I mean, it, I saw the uh, building. I mean, it's it's just leveled. It's flat. It Covered with like, chocolate? Yeah, I'm, I'm, there's chocolate everywhere. I'll bet. <laughs> so, uh, it wasn't a Hershey's plant, was it? No, it was R.M. Palmer Company, and I guess they make specialty chocolates. But what on earth would blow a chocolate plant up? I guess they use uh, a lot of gas for, for what, cooking, heating up the chocolate and mixing it and all that. Well, chocolate is a, is a bean, so they got to get it down to that liquid somehow, yeah. Yeah, they got to do that. and then Heat it up. Did you see all these uh, homes that were destroyed by this tornado uh, outbreak in Mississippi? Yeah, an unusual place for that to happen. You know, they get whacked all the time with hurricanes on the Mississippi coast, but uh, but huge, you yeah, huge tornadoes you don't, don't happen. Yeah, you don't expect it that that low in the in the Mississippi Valley. I guess it happens, but usually they'll skip over the valleys. I would think. Yeah, I, I, I this is the worst one I've seen down there in many many years. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, it's like a you're right. It's like a midwestern event. Yeah, I. Uh, I woke up to a tornado taking the roof off of my house in 74. That was interesting. That'll get you out of bed quick. Then it got me out of bed, and I went down. I didn't know what was going on. It was like a freight train roaring. I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't figure out what was going on. I was sick. I had mono then. It was my freshman year of medical school, and I'd gone home early from class. Not that I stayed awake during class anyway. But... <laughs> As one of your patients, that's good to know. Thanks, Doc. But I did read the, the the Constitution, so well that helped me diagnose constitutional malaise. <laughs> That's a bad disease. At any rate, so so I went downstairs and I opened my my front door and my screen door. My screen door sailed away, and trees were uprooting and falling down. <laughs> like, what the heck's going on? Potent storms, those tornadoes. Potent. They, uh, they are, yeah. You don't want to be anywhere near one. Don't go no. chasing tornadoes. No. Although I guess that's fun for some people, huh? They do it. Yeah, they or people get paid to do it. 
Yep, they do. They Those do. Weather Channel guys, they're out there chasing storms. So uh, then we had the uh, the the drone attacks on some of our troops over in Syria, and uh, the president says he's going to get back at him and get even, but uh, we'll see. I, I know what for some reason, like you said, I, I've been kind of ill this week. So I missed that story. I saw glimpses of it, but um, they sent just drones over. Yeah, they sent they, they our Iranian drones, and they sent them to bases in Syria where we're uh, stationing troops and also civilian contractors, and they they killed a few people. But the uh, back the Iranian back militias brushed aside any U.S. warnings and mounted fresh attacks mm-hmm. that brought two U.S. sites in eastern Syria under fire. So, uh, what are we going to do about that? Well, I know what Donald Trump would do about it. Well, I, yeah, I mean, he had, didn't he have, like, the head of the Iranian uh, Revolutionary Guard killed? That's uh, right. Yeah. He, he didn't mess with the guys on the ground. He went right to the guys who planted. You yeah, know. you go right to the top. You chop the head. That's what I That's what I kept telling my uh, right-hand guy, JT, here at the, at the, uh, at the board uh, of our condominium, our homeowners association, I said, don't mess with the little people. Just chop the head off. It's you know get the get the people that are stirring it all up. Exactly. And uh, and so he didn't quite know how to do that, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I liked about Trump. I said, he was he's uh, he knew he, who to go after. Yeah, you got to go after him. And uh, you, I mean, you can't mess around, Ken. If you're going to do something. Uh, to disrupt the enemy, the first thing you do is you get all their senior advisors and leaders and officers. And uh, although, although now remember in World War II, we did not want Hitler killed because he was doing such a terrible job there after after 42, 43 of, of running his military. He wouldn't let his uh, generals run the military. And so we're like, no, no, don't, don't kill him. <laughs> we want him in power. We don't want, we don't want anybody who's really competent. You know, he was getting kind of crazy that not that he wasn't a smart guy, but um, he was a little wacky. Yeah. He he was very wacky at the end. Yeah. Which I think is what we're seeing in Putin now a little bit too. Yeah. And now he's talking about deploying uh tactical nukes uh, to Belarus. Did you hear that? Yeah. But he's, I mean, he's talked about that before. How many times can you, you know, use that for for a fright I, I, before it doesn't have any effect anymore? I don't remember him saying he was deploying them to Belarus. I, I heard him say he would use them, but I didn't hear him. Ah, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he didn't say Belarus. Maybe. I don't know. You may be right, but uh, still, I mean, that's an escalation. And uh, you would think the Europeans would start to get a little nervous. But well, I'm sure Poland's already very nervous, yeah. Well, the Poles have been rearming now. That's, I don't, that's I, how nervous they are, yeah. I don't know how effective it is, but I think they doubled or tripled their military spending in the past year or two. Didn't they yeah. just give the planes to um, uh, the Ukraine? Yeah, dude. Are, are they are they made in Poland or? No, I, I think they're. Um, I'm not sure what kind of planes they were. They're they're NATO planes. They're NATO planes. Yeah. Probably might, the old. Might have been an F-16. Don't know. Have to. Don't want to put it out there because I don't know yet. F-16s, those are ours. That's the ones that the uh, Ukrainians really want, but we say no. And your your argument was, what if one of those strays over into Russian territory? Would that be 
you know, a, a reason for Russia to broaden the uh, the front and say that the United States is attacking them or what? I don't know. Yeah, well, we shouldn't put out any misinformation, so I'm not going to say any more on it because I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either, but I do know that uh, so far we have not given them F-16s, and I don't think we've given them the Abrams tanks either. I, we said we were going to, and then we backed off on that. Last I heard, that won't be till fall at the earliest anyway. Really? Yeah. By the time they're all trained and they have the uh, tanks over there. Uh, last I read, it was going to be in the fall. Mm. Meanwhile, Sleepy Joe said the United States does not, does not, I emphasize, seek conflict with Iran. <laughs> Take them off the map, for God's sakes. Come on. These people have been stirring up trouble around the world for what, three decades, four decades now, ever since the Shah fell. But nobody else. He doesn't see any problem with Iran, no conflicts. Okay. Don't listen to me, Ken. <laughs> I don't know why not. Didn't Saudi Arabia and Iran just um, announce some agreement between the two of them? And they hate each other. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's uh, an agreement for trade, I think. And uh, I don't think that they have really made any big ties, but uh, it certainly is is uh, something that we need to look at. And I, I think that China was brokering that, which is even more disturbing, or Russia, one of the two. I think, no, I believe it was China. You're right, yeah. China, okay. Now, here's the thing. I mean, I don't mind the Sauds trying to keep the Iranians from attacking them. You know, they long before there was Islam, the, the Persians and the Arabs were fighting each other. You know, that goes back to antiquity. And, you know, the Persians tried to conquer the world more than once. They made it to Greece. I told you that, remember? Mm -hmm. Yep. They actually built a pontoon bridge across the, the Dardanelles and went from what's now Turkey into what was then Greece, which is pretty amazing feat for 2,500 years ago. We think we're so smart. <laughs> we just have better equipment. Yeah, it's just, we're just higher tech. That's yeah. right, exactly. Try and do that by hand. Yeah, I mean, you know, try to, yeah, and try to do it with just animal bladders making uh, floats and stuff. Oh, my God. Exactly. It's not pleasant. Not pleasant for the guy who has to do it. <laughs> no, not at all. Speaking of unpleasant, you know, the the uh, Chinese are working their way into sub-Saharan Africa rapidly. And uh, one of the big things is cobalt, which uh, is a metal. And it's a metal that is involved in making um, electric batteries. And it's also involved in making certain types of hardened steel. And it has a lot of other uses. And we have trace amounts in our body as well that are that are used by uh, certain pathways. But uh now Kamala Harris is going over to sub-Saharan Africa, and I, I don't know what she's going to do. I, I guess she's going to push uh, women's rights and gay rights. And uh, meanwhile, the Chinese are taking off with all the cobalt. <laughs> and I mean, it's it's it probably three-quarters of, of the world's or more of the world's cobalt is mined in sub-Saharan Africa and in countries like the Congo. And she's not even going to bother visiting the Congo. And, of course, they use, uh, you know, 12-year-olds because they make good little mules to carry it out of the mines. What are we doing, Doc? It's out of control. It really is. We really we need we need to overthrow these crazy loonies and get them out. But, Chinese uh, must look at us and say, oh, man, these guys just don't know what they're doing. 
This is no. too easy. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you, you cannot make this up. You just you just can't make it up. Now, I heard in, on the news right before the show started that there's a, a Christian uh, minister who says that if we don't uh, get back to family and the church, that the country's lost. And I, you know, I think that there's a, a, a lot to be said for that. Not that I would say you have to be a Christian, you know, yet, but what I would say is that family and faith in a belief in something bigger than me outside of us and uh, a sense of morals and values is just inherently uh, uh, necessary to have any kind of stability in society or to have any kind of a meaningful life. I mean, you just can't do it. You, you know, if you don't have some family uh, uh, roots and support and a sense of, of family, and you don't have uh, uh, morals and values, you know, you're a sociopath. You, you don't care about anybody or anything. And uh, if we all go that way and somebody says, well, I'm gay because it's a, my lifestyle choice or, you know, I'm transsexual because I was born a woman in a man's body. I mean, what? who, who put this kind of crap in their heads? <laughs> uh, the media. The media. And, uh, you know, and you got to remember, too, uh, the psychiatrist and the plastic surgeons because they're making money off of it. There you go. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you've you've got and I remember as a kid, one of our friends, his uncle was gay and he would cry to us about how lonely he was and how horrible it was to be gay. I'm like, well, then don't be gay. (laughs) Get it. Um, And, you know, and I heard this from a lot of gay guys and they basically I thought they were a little, you know, nice people, but they were a little crazy. And uh, that doesn't mean that uh, they shouldn't uh, have the full protection of the law. And, and, and I'm not interested in being the, the sex police or going into anybody's bedroom. But you know what? You got to have some rules and regulations. You got to have some boundaries. Without boundaries, you have no society. Wow, Doc. You hit the nail right on the head there. I did? Yeah, absolutely. You got to have, well, family, absolutely. And meanwhile, back here in Florida, this Aiden Fucci, F-U-C-C-I, you know, this teenager who uh, uh, a few year, couple of three years ago, he murdered his friend, stabbed him 110 times, 110 times, Ken. Now he's 15 and he's uh, in prison for the rest of his life. And because he was uh, so young when he committed it, they, they took the death penalty off of the uh, table. Uh, can you rehab a guy like this? I don't know. I don't think so. I think this is a really bad sociopath, and I don't think he... Is this the guy who killed her just to find out what it felt like to kill somebody? I, you know, I think it was. Yeah, that's, he's really sick. He ain't going nowhere, ever. Let's hope not. Yeah. 16 now, when he was led into the courtroom, and this was just last week, I guess, up in Jacksonville or somewhere in that area. And uh, I guess he was 13 or 14 when he committed the murder and killed his friend. Just stabbed him to death 110 times. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's somebody who should never let up be let out in, in uh, society. No, but they too. probably will, and then he will kill somebody else. And now he'll he's adult, so now we can put him away for life. But two people will probably have to die before he goes away for good. Years ago, there was a serial murderer that somehow got released from prison in Texas, went out and killed a few more people. So. Of course. Uh, what? I mean. <laughs> I guess somebody left the door unlocked in the back door, and he's he walked out. Unbelievable.
so we know what sociopaths are because we've talked about that and and we know that guys when they're sociopathic they uh, often enjoy physically hurting other people what about the girls what do they do uh, they manipulate and they lie and they they try to uh, mess with your emotions and uh, mislead you and uh, they're more they're more into emotional pain yeah Oh my God! I'm describing my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Charm, lies, manipulation, and a lack of remorse. She has never apologized to me for anything. No, I take that back. A couple of times, I think she did, but <laughs> she never said I'm sorry. Never. She doesn't. She, like I'm sorry, I married you, and it never came out. Nothing like that. Well, yeah, that. And <laughs> We were riding back from dinner last night, and she, she's all, I, you know, I, I was working with this guy, this uh, orderly at the nursing home when we first got together, and, and I was debating whether or not I should marry him. And he said, yeah, marry him. Wait five years. I'll get you a good lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, I thought you were poor. I said, what are you talking about? You, you, you live in a nice place. You got a brand new car, and you've been on great vacations, and you eat like a queen. And she immediately changed the topic. <laughs> but we love them, Doc. Yeah, we got to love them because, you know, without them, we'd be lonely and sad and we wouldn't have anything to complain about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure we could still find some things to fight about. Yeah, the problem with, with the psych, psychopathy with the psychopaths and sociopaths is that uh, most of the research has been done on males because the, the females, uh, either they they fly under the radar or um, they're better at manipulating and making you think that they're, there's nothing wrong with them. Or maybe there aren't as many. I don't believe that, though. I think there probably are. We just haven't discovered them yet. Maybe they're just not as violent. No, they're not as violent. They don't act out uh, physical uh, violence towards others. It's more emotional and mental and manipulative. And, uh, but these young kids that are killing other kids, I mean, uh, th th this is sad. This is ridiculous. And again, I say what we need to do is we need to screen these kids when they come into preschool and find out who's got the traits and go into the homes and find out what the abuse pattern is. And, uh, you know, put a stop to this stuff. I mean, you, you just, you can't let this go on and on and on. At some point, we have to do something to rectify, uh, uh, prevent. I think preventative medicine is better than treatment. So do we uh, put this on the schools? I would think that we would have to uh, allocate more federal and state funds for uh, social workers that would be attached to the preschools and the schools in some way. And that they would be able, because, you know, they're way overworked. I mean, there's just not enough social workers. I was talking to one gal, and she said, I said, how's it? She says, I can't keep up. You know, we have so many complaints and so many people to investigate. And if it's not, you know, close to murder, uh, I I just pass it on and, and go to the next case. Well, so, that's sad, but it's, it's true everywhere, everywhere across the country. We've uh, we kind of put a stop to mental health care. 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, we did. It started in the 60s, I remember. Yeah, there's been, I know there are huge empty hospitals right now that used to be mental health centers where I, where I grew up. Let's take them over. <laughs> One almost became a casino.
They didn't get it done. I was hoping for that one. Well, they could let the homeless live there. What's wrong with that? Don't you care about the homeless, Ken? Not in that suburb. There's very few homeless. Oh, okay. Well, we can invite them in. What the hell? We'll bust them in from Chicago, sure. Yeah, I heard one woman out in in uh, Portland, and she was complaining because there's a, a tent city right next to her house, and, and one of the guys who's crazy comes over and threatens to burn her house down. She said she's scared, but she doesn't want to move because that's her home, and that was her parents' home, and that's where she was raised and where she raised her children. Lady, get your ass out of there. <laughs> Don't mess around. No, I'm with her. Move to Tent City. Get that out of there. You're going to get uh, Oregon to do that? You think you can get uh, Portland to the city council to do something? How are you going to do it? Yeah, she better call a moving company. Call the moving company. I don't know. That's sad because she shouldn't have to move. No, she shouldn't have to, but uh, this is one one more uh, reason that I say we really need to do something and we need to do something drastic to put a stop to this nonsense. Doc, you know what? I've got no question this morning. I failed to put a question together. All right, well, let me put a question out there. All right, you go. You, yeah, you give us a question today. This is for... Uh, Two, Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs. This is, yeah, and by the way, I still can't figure out how to get sound on on uh, YouTube, so tell everybody to use the Facebook site or drbillradiomd.com. Okay, cool. all right, that's a good idea, Facebook. Okay, what blew up in Pennsylvania? What blew up this week in Pennsylvania exploded? All right, there's your question. What blew up in Pennsylvania this week and uh, killed a few people, so... Uh, 877-969-8600 is the phone number. 877-969-8600. Be the first caller with the correct answer, and you will be the winner. All right, Doc? See you in a couple minutes. You got somebody, and I'll be back in a few minutes. I'm Dr. Bill. I'm at 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. We are your full-service health care clinic. Ken, play that music, baby. Here's the latest from the Answer News Center. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. The president has issued an emergency declaration for Mississippi, making federal funding available to several counties hammered Friday night by a deadly tornado that ripped all through the Mississippi Delta for about an hour. At least 25 people were killed, dozens others injured in Mississippi. One man was killed in Alabama when his trailer home flipped several times. Honduras has established diplomatic ties with China after breaking off relations with Taiwan, which was a requirement. Taiwan is increasingly isolated now, recognized by only 13 nations on Earth. And Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell is home after getting out of a rehabilitation facility where he'd been getting physical therapy for a concussion. Caused by a fall earlier this month, the 81-year-old Kentucky Republican says he'll be working from home. This is SRN News. 
960 The Answer. Listen on our website, theanswertampa.com. 93.7 FM. W229DJ by downloading The Answer Tampa app or on TuneIn or Odyssey. Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical, located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Full service clinic with x-ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are multilingual, well-trained, and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical, home of CanCare, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. With social distancing and sheltering in place, telemedicine is here. Bay Area Medical, home of CanCare Clinic, offers telemedicine for new and established patients. You can see me without an office visit. Schedule an appointment at 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. When it's time for your appointment, type this web address into your cell phone or computer web browser, doxy.me forward slash Bay Area Med. A cell phone works well and is all you really need. For computers, you need a web camera and speakers. We'll give you this address when you call for your appointment. We accept most insurances and travel insurances. Canadians and visitors, please call your travel insurance company for an authorization number prior to the visit. Copays and deductibles apply. Self-pay rates are available. Just ask. We accept credit cards, PayPal, and Stripe. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. My friends at St. Pete MRI and Sleep Diagnostics are your best choice for state-of-the-art MRI, CT, and sleep studies. Quality unsurpassed. 25 years experience makes St. Pete MRI my go-to imaging center. Self-pay rates are competitive and out-of-pocket cost a fraction of a hospital. Conveniently accessible from both sides of the bay at 750 94th Avenue North, St. Pete, near the Gandhi, 727-577-2220, 727-577-2220. The latest from AccuWeather at the top and bottom of the hour, only on AM860, The Answer. Today we'll have plenty of sunshine with a high 84. Tonight, patchy clouds with a low 69. Tomorrow, partial sunshine. It'll be breezy and humid with a high 86. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy and warm with a low 71. Sunday, partly sunny, warm, and humid with a high 86. Get your weather news when and how you want it, wherever you are. Download our free app or visit AccuWeather.com. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Garrett Beck on AM 860, The Answer. And we're back. This is Dr. Bill. I kind of like that song, Ken. It was kind of kind of got a nice little lilt to it, you know? A nice little jazzy piece there. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little jazz in the morning. Never hurt anybody. I love it. We got a winner, by the way, Doc. We do? Yes. Oh, boy. Congratulations to Bob Crowley of St. Petersburg. Bob is the winner. He uh, knew the answer to the question. The question was, what blew up in Pennsylvania over the last week or so. Doc, what's the answer? The chocolate factory. That's right. And Bob, you're going to get two. Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs for playing along with us today. Thanks for listening, and thanks to everybody who called in to try to win. And I did. I was late on getting uh, the those mugs from last week mailed out, Meg, and I forget who else we sent it to, but they're on the way. If you didn't get them yesterday, you should get them tomorrow because, as you know, the post office doesn't deliver routinely on Sundays, Ken. That's right. 
And and I don't blame them. They shouldn't have to. I mean, most of those people work pretty hard. By the way, my wife, she took away my uh, Pitney Bowes postage machine. She sent it back. I said, what'd you do that for? She said, it's too expensive. We were now, of course, I can't believe her because she's a little, of a little bit of a female sociopath. But she said that it was costing us $124 a month to keep the machine. And I was only, you know, doing maybe 40, 50 bucks a month with it. Well, she may have a point there. Yeah, she may have a point if if she's telling the truth. We can't really tell. <laughs> she's so adept and practiced at it. <laughs> but, uh, but I got to tell you that I did go to the post office to mail these. And the post, the the guy at the desk, the post office guy, whatever you call him, he was really a nice guy and uh, <clears throat> funny, and we had a good time, and he got me in and out in a hurry, and uh, didn't cost me much more than if I did it on the Pitney Bowes machine. So, well, then I'd say you're probably saving some money by getting rid of the machine. <clears throat> yeah, it just means I got to stand there longer because before I could just take them and stick them in that that big bin, you know, and wouldn't have to wait, but that's, that's right. A, you always pay. You always pay for convenience. Yep. And you, people don't realize what I have sacrificed to get those mugs to them, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> they are really nice mugs. Standing in line at the, at the post office. <laughs> but they are they are really very nice mugs, and we'll have another question for you next week. Yeah, they are. We'll have more. And did you know that the porcelain enamels that, you know, we were talking about cobalt earlier. Did you know the porcelain enamel is has cobalt in it? No, I didn't know that. I did not either. And it's used for super alloys, which are used to make parts for gas turbine engines. Uh, and they're also for airbags. They use them in making airbags. Um, How? <laughs> You got me. I, that's I don't know. All right. And cemented carbides, also known as, as super hard metals, diamond tools, corrosion resistant and wear resistant alloys, drying agents for paint. I didn't realize it had so many uses. I think there's there are cobalt rounds. Are there not for tanks and things like that? I think so. Yeah. You know, and we're we're all lucky to know that. Uh, that it's being mined by 12-year-olds over in the Congo. And so, that our com- government doesn't really care. So they, They'd rather go over there and uh, find the 12-year-olds who want to be transgender. <laughs> <laughs> so then they can work in the, in the mines as transgenders. So we've sent the vice president. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, you know I'm thinking about China and the, and the uh, going into Southern Africa, like you were talking about, for minerals. I think the same thing is happening in um, – South America, if you put the two stories together recently from South America, one is a giant uh, lithium find down in, I don't know, Argentina or someplace. And now we've got the Chinese trying to work their way into South America. Yeah, I know. And, uh, you know, that that lithium load has been known for a long time. And, you know, Chile would have loved to have us come in and and, uh, work with them. Of course, the the terms were probably not as attractive as uh, some of our companies would have liked. And we've got tons of lithium here, but we can't mine it because it's in California, and they won't let the Californians won't let us do it. I, I say go in and seize it as federal land and do it. But you, um, you say it's a national defense issue, and you go. Yes. Yeah, you just do it. You got to go. I mean, it, it is. We we got to have lithium nowadays. It's like you. Have- 
we, we need cobalt, we need lithium, we need chromium. We, I mean, we need all these metals, and uh, they're they're so valuable to not only our 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 normal industrial complex, but also the military. I mean, it's just vital. And how are you going to create all these electric cars if you don't have these electric batteries? But think just about your life right now. I mean, just the economy in general. Everything has a lithium battery in it now. Everything. Everything seems to have one. Yeah, and uh, and they last longer, and uh, ultimately they'll be cheaper because you won't be throwing away the uh, NICADs as quickly. I've been unlocking my car door with a battery for 15 years. Um, I'll bet there's a lithium battery in there. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Garage door openers, uh, flashlights. They're everywhere. I know. They're everywhere. Anything that's electronic and portable has probably got a lithium battery in it now. So getting lithium and hanging on to it and being able to mine it is uh, economic and a defense necessity, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Absolutely. No, but nobody listens to me, Doc, so no. I'm listening to Don't you. Don't expect a whole lot of movement on that. Almost as important to me as my wife. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's, I didn't think I was anywhere near the top. Well, I'll listen to every word she says. You're right, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of metals. Yes. Um, JT, my, my wingman here at the condo association, the homeowners association, he sent me a picture of a bottle of magnesium complex and asked me, what do you think? I'm like, what do you mean? What do I think? What, what are you taking it for? He said to help build muscle. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, it doesn't build muscle. Magnesium is involved in o- over 300 uh, enzymatic pathways in the body. You probably didn't know that. And no, I didn't know. pathways are things that uh, help make things, but they're not actually part of it per se. So they may help help make a protein that goes into muscle, but they're not actually part of it. That doesn't build muscle. What builds muscle is protein. Um, and you might be surprised to know that there has that there is research that has been done that shows that whey, which is milk protein, is better than soy protein, which is what I've been saying all along. And there are studies where they gave people different doses of, of uh, whey versus soy versus uh, another product after they've exercised. And they biopsied their muscles. They actually biopsied their muscles at uh, various time intervals during the day that after they had eaten this, this, uh, these protein concoctions, you know, whether it was whey or soy or whatever. And uh, the whey... Well, it weighed in better. It's better for you. I mean, so the it, way is the way to go. Way is the way to go. And uh, you know, I've been saying this that the vegans and the soy proteins are just not as bioavailable. They don't have all the same amino acids that uh, whey does, and they're harder to digest and harder to absorb. Why? Because it's a plant. And guess what? We are. We're animals. So we do better with animal protein than we do with plant protein. That may, would have made sense. Absolutely. All right. Well, so and that, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't eat plants because that's where you get things like calcium and magnesium. <clears throat> now, the um, protein also comes from dairy, doesn't it? I mean, from like eggs and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's animal protein. Yeah. Eggs and, and milk, yogurt. Uh, but the uh, 
you know, the protein supplements that the bodybuilders use, most of it is whey, which is uh, milk, it's milk protein. So the, the whey is when you separate the, uh, you know, the curd is the coagulation of the fat, and then the whey has the protein in it. And so uh, you remember how the, when you were a kid, how, well, you may not be that old, but we used to get milk in a bottle. We had the milkman come and deliver it, and it wasn't uh, homogenized. They didn't have uh, the, the uh, chemicals in it that would homogenize and keep the, the cream and the milk together, and the cream would float to the top. We'd all fight over it because it was the best part of the milk, taste-wise, that is. Right. Well, the cream always rises to the top. Yeah. yeah. And so does the scum, as the Clintons have shown <laughs> very nicely. They, they, they have made that. Wait a minute. Let's not get off on them. Let's, go, let's stick with <laughs> I was going to say that's a conversational right turn you took there, yeah. A left so, turn, actually. So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, why does he want to or why does he think that uh, taking magnesium will build your muscle mass up? I mean, if you're magnesium deficient, you're not going to uh, have adequate muscle mass or you're not going to have adequate. Uh, uh, you're not going to have proper function of your nerve cells because uh, magnesium is an, it's a cation. So it's got a double charge on it. Uh, it's positively charged, and you have to have positive and negative to the flow of electrons so that you can make things work like uh, nerves because that's how they work. They conduct electricity down their bodies and uh, do it pretty fast, too. They're pretty fast little suckers, and they do it with uh, the influx and outflow of electrolytes uh, through the cell wall, magnesium, uh, calcium, potassium, sodium, and uh, there's all kinds of little pumps in the cell walls of our, of our cells, especially our nerve and our muscle cells, because those are the most uh, uh, electronically active of, uh, of, all of, our, of, all of all of our cells, our brain cells and our nerve cells and, of course, our muscles, because we're all, always using those things. Well, most of us are. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you build muscle? You exercise. You exercise and you get, get protein, and you also make sure that you have an adequate diet uh, where you get the, the proper amounts of calcium and magnesium and the, all the other trace minerals, cobalt, electrolytes, all the things that you need. And if you're eating a healthy diet, you, you should have that. <clears throat> As you know, calcium, uh, one big source is dairy products. And so uh, we have calcium come into our body, and we, it comes in in different ways, too. You can take calcium supplements, but there's a lot of supplements that you're just not going to absorb. Calcium is, is not easy to absorb. You also have to have all of your hormonal balance in your body. The, the, uh, the, there's a whole pathway that does nothing but regulate calcium. And it also helps with the magnesium. And the reason, Ken, is because these things are, are they're metals and they're, they're toxic if they're in too much or too little. So fortunately, the body is really good at regulating it. And guess what? We have a big storehouse for calcium and magnesium. You know what it's called? Your bones, I think. Your bones. Yeah, maybe your bones. And uh, so what we, about osteoporosis? How does this all fit in? How come that you, your bones get weaker as you get older? Well, we don't absorb as well, and uh, <clears throat> we, as our steroid hormones, our sex hormones drop, that affects the density of our bones. 
especially in the women, because their estrogen levels really drop. Men, their testosterone stays pretty high throughout most of their life, although you have a little drop as you get older. And the best way to combat that is uh, for the women, which they don't want to do these days, is to take the female hormone supplements, but uh, they're so afraid of breast cancer. And yeah, I can understand that, uh, but you know, the number of people with breast cancer that are estrogen sensitive uh, are, are not as overwhelming as you would think. Um, however, if, if in a country of what, 340 million, you figure half of those are women, uh, and you have s several hundred, you know, two, 300,000 new diagnoses of breast cancer a year, I guess that could be kind of scary for you, even though it's less than what, 1%. But Especially if you have breast cancer in your family, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and now we have all the genetic testing that can be done <clears throat> to see if you have the BRCA gene for breast cancer. And uh, there are some other genetic markers, and uh, it it's also runs in, in bloodlines like the Ashkenazi Jews. So the Jewish side of my family uh, has an increased risk of breast cancer because of the uh, inbreeding over the decades, centuries, millennia. And so that, that gene has gotten in there, that BRCA gene. And, uh, and so it's a higher, little higher incidence in Jewish women. So, but uh, how do you get calcium and magnesium? Well, mainly diet. If you're eating a good diet, uh, uh, magnesium will come in naturally. So you can get that from leafy greens. You can get it, you know, your chia plant. Remember your chia plant? <laughs> yeah. Am I Just get along that. Am I supposed to eat that now? Okay. Yeah, you can eat that. <laughs> and uh, magnesium can be found in, in all kinds of... Uh, Good foods like nuts and fruits, peanuts and uh, uh, cashews and pumpkin seeds. How about pizza? Pizza. Pizza is an excellent source of everything. Ah, there you go. No wonder I'm so healthy. And you know what? If you eat it with, with the whole wheat instead of just the, uh, the processed uh, crust, it's even better for you. I haven't tried that, but I'll see if I can you find some. Magnesium there. What was that? In, in in whole wheat, you can get it in whole wheat products. Can I get? I've never seen a whole wheat pizza offered. You know, they have a, a up at uh, the little pizza joint up on the corner. They have a, a gluten free, a gluten free crust. I, I had not seen that. It's pretty tasty. Gluten free means it doesn't have any wheat products in it. I hope it has some calcium and magnesium though. <laughs> well, I'll take a look for that. See if the uh, they have a whole wheat crust. They probably do. Yeah, they do. You can make a whole wheat crust. They have like 10 different selections. I always go with the original. Well, that's because it tastes so damn good. That's what I'm used to. Yeah, I don't like to experiment too much on my pizza. So people say, well, what does magnesium do in the muscle? Well, actually, you're going you're to find this really funny. Calcium is what makes the actin and myosin, uh, the, the two little proteins, slide together. So you think of it like a, a, a cogged wheel. You know how... You know how you have a cogged wheel, and, and it, as it clicks, it pulls it, you know, pulls the two sides together. Sure. Okay, that's what the calcium does: is it pulls the two little uh, protein strands together, which makes your muscles contract. And guess what makes it relax? What makes it relax? Magnesium. Oh, okay. The magnesium is important not in the in the contraction of the muscle, but in the relaxation. And so, as we get older. 
and we have decreased uptake in our gut of things like calcium and magnesium. Uh, a lot of times we need some extra magnesium. You also can see this in diabetics and people with, uh, with uh, bowel problems like uh, Crohn's disease or who have had surgery and lost part of their small intestines. Um, and so th there are some situations in which magnesium supplementation is important. And you know what else it works on, Ken? Not for everybody, but I don't know if you have leg cramps at night yet. Occasionally. Magnesium. So if you take a magnesium uh, supplement before you go to bed, and I usually take three uh, of the mag oxide. And the magnesium oxide is probably the cheapest and most bioavailable. That means easiest to absorb of any of the magnesium complexes. If you take that, then uh, you can cut down on your leg cramps. Would it help any kind of muscle spasm? Not necessarily, but it, it, it can help with night leg cramps. And, of course, it does relax muscles. So you can try it and see if you're having muscle spasms or tics or twitches. Uh, give it a try. But some of that is from, uh, and I've had this problem from my neck injury. I've had uh, twitches in my arm muscles, and it doesn't have anything to do with calcium. It has to do with the nerve roots being compressed and irritated by the stupid neck injury that I had. 40 years ago. So magnesium is probably not going to help that. But magnesium, if you have adequate intake, uh, it, it does show, and calcium too, it does show that there's a mild, uh, maybe 10, 15% decrease in getting type 2 diabetes mellitus. Now, well, I don't know that's great. I don't know what, what the other co-founders are, but uh, if you have a family history of, of type 2 diabetes, not type 1, but type 2, the adult one, then you might want to think about a magnesium supplementation. And, um, of course, calcium is, is good for, for upset stomach because you can take Tums. And, of course, it helps keep your bones uh, built up. And Tums is probably the cheapest and easiest one to absorb the, uh, the, the calcium, and that is, is fairly bioavailable. What I do is I take the Tums when I take my vitamin D3 at night because D3 helps in the uptake of, uh, of, of calcium and magnesium in the gut. You also need things like calcitonin and uh, some other hormones that are uh, pituitary, your, your, uh, your parathyroid hormones and your calcitonin. These help regulate the, uh, the uptake of calcium and the deposition in the bones. And so we actually use... Uh, uh, calcitonin is one of the agents in treating people with with uh, severe osteoporosis. Now, we've got good medications out now, so we don't use it as much, but my sister, 10, 20 years ago, when she really had a bad case of the osteoporosis, she got on the calcitonin. Uh, they have it as a nasal uh, inhaler and also as an, as an injection under your skin, you know, kind of like giving yourself a shot of insulin once a day. Or, no, just, eat, or just eat a roll of Tums. Well, but you got to have some way to to take it up. Well, so yeah, that's true. Right. It's it's more complex than just making it available to your gut. The gut has to be told by the hormones in the body. Uh, we need that. Grab it and bring it in. So it's it's uh, a little more complex than that. That's why I'm not a doctor. You're not. No, don't take any medical advice that I spit out here. <laughs> but at any rate, so so my my wingman, I'm like. What are you talking about? Magnesium is not going to build up your muscles. 
uh, a lack of magnesium can can cause you to have problems with your muscles and low magnesium can cause you to have muscle spasms and twitches but so can low sodium so these 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 uh these uh cations they play an important part in our body and as you know the cations are the are the chemicals or the uh elements that have lost uh electrons usually they give it up to oxygen uh, or to a, a, a salt that has oxygen in it. That oxygen, you know, it's just a parasite, man. I tell you, it's, <laughs> it's trying to steal all the electrons. In Let's the get rid of all oxygen. Let's get rid of oxygen. Oxygen <laughs> is... <clears throat> wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I can't breathe. That would, that would solve a lot of problems. Uh, you know, I did not know this. That uh, I mean, I had heard it, but there is actually research to to show that magnesium levels are lower in people when they have a migraine headache and there there are studies that have suggested not shown absolutely that taking extra magnesium and also extra magnesium when you have a migraine uh, can help now i tried that before and i didn't find that to be very helpful but that may be because i've got plenty of magnesium already in me Uh, but uh, you got to have calcium for your bones you got to have magnesium for your bones, and you got to have calcium and magnesium for innumerable uh, chemical pathways in the body for enzymes. Enzymes are are proteins that help make other things like hormones and and amino acids. The amino acids are they're carbon-backed uh, chains, and they've got uh, oxygen, and uh, some have nitrogen, some have sulfur, and uh, they're 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 uh, monoplanar and then when they start getting attached together they they form these three-dimensional proteins and so they're they're one-dimensional so to speak and then as they get formed together what happens is uh, elements like magnesium and zinc uh, help to fold them and put them into shape and some are spiral some are helical some are, are like uh, a piece of paper that's been folded back and forth innumerable times. It's fascinating the way this whole system works. I really enjoy reading about it. I don't know how you keep all that stuff in your head, Doc. Um, well, <laughs> I, I just do it for the show, and then I forget. <laughs> I'm like, what? Somebody said, what did you talk about at the show yesterday? I don't know. <laughs> I was sleeping through the show. <laughs> now, I, didn't know, I, I knew calcium was important especially as you get older, but I didn't know anything about the magnesium. It's, it, it's very important, but now is, is it necessary for a healthy 50 something year old to take magnesium? I don't know. I mean, it depends on his diet and, uh, uh, his GI tract, whether it's intact and working, uh, whether he has adequate levels of the calcitonin and the, and the uh, parathyroid hormone. And if he's taking his vitamin D3, which is so important, we know that more and more that they've taken that vitamin D3 not only helps to stave off uh, osteoporosis, but it also is uh, important in the function of the immune system and in uh, preventing colon cancer. And, and, you know, all these things have come out just in the past 20, 30 years that we've seen the importance of, of the vitamin D3. So uh, I, I think that you have to stop and look at your not only what you're eating, but also the supplements that you're taking. And people say, well, I'll go out and I'll get a lot of sun. And uh, and I say to them, well, as you get older, you can because the vitamin D on your skin is vitamin D one, 
that has to go to the kidney and the liver to be converted to vitamin D2. And we lose that ability as we get older, Ken. I didn't know that. See, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking I'm out in the sun. I'm fine with the vitamin D. But I'm apparently wrong. <laughs> well, you need to uh, ask get a them, test, I guess. Check yeah. that when you get your blood drawn next time. Get a vitamin. Ask them for a vitamin D2 level. Then D2 is converted to D3, and that's the active hormone. That's the one that actually does the work in the body. Doc, we got about 38 seconds left. You want to talk about the business a little bit? The business is doing great. I was up in the middle of the night admitting two Canadians, and I was talking with a Canadian uh, medical director yesterday at one of the travel insurance companies. He was just gushing uh, uh, all kinds of nice things towards me and how well I'm taking care of the Canadians. And you know what, Ken? We do the same for Americans. <laughs> That's good. Give them the phone number real quick. 727-384-6411, 727 727- Three eight four six four one one. I am Doctor Bill, your Radio MD. Come see me. See you next and week, Doc. Buddy. Thank you for listening to Doctor Bill, your Radio MD. Join Doctor Bill every Sunday morning at nine for more insight, information, provocation, and fun. Doctor Bill Handelman practices in St. Petersburg, Florida, at Bay Area Medical Can Care Clinic, sixty three ninety nine Thirty Eighth Avenue North. For your convenience, telemedicine appointments are available. Call his office today at 727-384-6411. That's 727-384-6411. Or visit his website at Can Care Clinic.